obviously our show is not i know your channel's mostly pg i don't think you swear on your channel because maybe monetization purposes but um that used to be it but honestly they don't care anymore so i've started to cool. nice okay yeah, yeah i saw that they had like that keynote where they were like yeah we're gonna kind of be a little more lenient on as long as it's not in the first 10 seconds or something you don't drop a fuck then you're good yeah it's, so it's, yeah my guests on the podcast we've been going off i mean i, I don't know i just don't naturally do it in the reviews because i'm like yeah, kind yeah. Of nerd. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> no, I'm I'm all for it. No issues. We can be PG thirteen R X, cool. whatever you want. Sounds good. Let's fucking go. Let's go, dude. This is available Patreon on Patreon only. episode. Yeah. Let's get it. Fans exclusive episode. <laughs> Jeff at yep. Fuck at Home. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Every fucking week, new movies get released. How does anyone ever see these? There are too many movies. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. Hi. This week on Very... You know yeah. what? Let's just take it again. Okay. okay. All right. One more time. And, and I'll edit the first one out. Please do that. And We're trying to be pro- professional here. So. Yeah. So I'm future... fixing my arm, by the way, so don't let that bother you. I won't. Okay. It, was, okay. it wasn't going to bother me. Okay. Well, I just wanted to let you know just in case it did. Okay. So cool. one more time. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. This week hey. on There Are Too Many Movies, we have a very special guest. Jeff from Films at Home on YouTube has joined us. Jeff. My name is Jeff. Thanks for having me. Hello, everyone. For those Glad that don't know, for those, for those that don't know, uh, what is Films at Home? Uh, Films at Home is a, well, it was a YouTube channel. Now it's sort of a YouTube channel, podcast, social media thing. You can find me everywhere, but... It's all uh, physical media talk. So your your physical media minute is my physical media channel. That's that's all I do, pretty much. So you know I'm a I'm a collector and I love home video and physical media. So I, I review discs and talk about collecting and different special editions and you know home theater type stuff. That's that's what I cover. So podcast, YouTube, social media, everywhere you can find me. Films at home. He's created a physical media monopoly, if mm. yeah, if you will. That's why we are, we're only allotted a minute. Yeah. Per episode, yeah, yeah, to yeah. discuss physical media because everyone's like, "You're right. not fucking Jeff." Yeah, get well, out. Well, yeah, my lawyer will come get you if it's yeah. long enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're contractually obligated to do this episode now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, Jeff from Films at Home is here. We're going to be talking watch lists and uh, you know basically physical media. So before we talk about that, five bucks a month on Patreon will get you access to a bonus episode, the Discord. Uh, feet content. Yeah, all types um, of stuff. Back shots. Beautiful. Back shots, feet. Uh, yeah, and th- those are just photos of our backs. That's right, and right, that's right. the yeah, only yeah, thing. Yeah. That's it. And that's yeah. the only thing it is. Nothing right. weird. Nothing, Nothing weird. weird. There's definitely no nudity on our Patreon.com slash there are too many movies for five bucks a month. Yeah. Well, men's asses isn't considered nudity anymore by Instagram standards. So. That's true. That's just bodies. We're in the TOS, like I said. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, five bucks a month will get you access to that. Um, that's pretty much it. Jeff, what you been watching? Yeah. So, look, I've been. I don't know if you guys have seen. I'm. I'm trying to write a book. Right. This is my crazy goal for this year. So, I'm going decade by decade through horror movies. So that's part of what I've been watching. I'm in the 1920s right now. So, like, oh. in the last week or couple weeks, I've watched. Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. I watched The Phantom of the Opera. Uh, 
the original, like 1925, 1929. There's a couple different versions. Um, Haxon, which is a Criterion Collection movie about witches. It's like a documentary about witchcraft that was made in the 1920s. Like a little too close to like witch trials and stuff for probably their comfort. But so it's more it's, of a documentary a, for that time. It, uh, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was like too real. Um, <laughs> so I've been watching a ton of like, it's all old. Most of it's silent, black and white, kind of crazy old horror movies, which has been fun because I haven't seen a ton of those. Um, most of them I haven't seen in a very long time. I haven't seen any of them, period. Uh, the ones that I just mentioned. So it's it's been a lot of like weird silent movie nights so like i guess my, i haven't needed the surround sound system say that like it's been uh it's been a little quiet just the music <laughs> yeah um, yeah you get yeah, a that's... brand new surround sound system just to kick it off with some silent films yeah, yeah I've, been I mean, meaning, hey, I've been meaning to watch uh the uninvited i feel like you recommended that a while back on your uh, your channel um yep. is that kind of like in that same like is that from the same era or is that a little later i think that's uh i want to say it's 40s like early 40s it's close Okay. It's uh it'll be in the next couple. It's like it's like 41 or something. So it's it, that's great though. It's a great ghost story, like one of the most classic ever. Um so I'll definitely be watching that. My next I've got like a couple left from the 20s and then I start diving into the 30s, which is mostly like universal monster stuff, which will be a lot of fun. That's Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, you know, Bride of Frankenstein, all that fun stuff. Nice. Have you always been a fan of those, the 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 universal monsters flicks? Yeah, that's that's sort of as far back as I ever went before. Uh, right. I had the big, the big box set. Now they're now they're out on 4K. If you want to talk physical media, but uh, they have 4K releases, which are incredible. But yeah, that's that's always what I've been gone like as far as I've gone back is like a Dracula. It's like 1931. So like the 20s, this is totally new to me. So it's been fun. Have you ever, while you're watching a silent film, added your own soundtrack, or do you just raw dog it? I, I pretty much raw dog it. I mean, I whatever's there. The fun thing is like usually there's multiple options, and about five minutes in, I'm like, oh, this guy, this guy fucking sucks. I don't like his score. Or <laughs> you know, there's another one to try at least. So wait, so they come with score options? Oh yeah, because a lot of these don't have like the original. Like they would have pl- a lot of them like played places and like had a freaking orchestra like playing with them, right? Oh, so there's right. like. Like there's no, there's like guys who did scores in like the seventies and there's a guy who did a more recent one. So like the discs include several that you can choose from, which is kind of fun and wild. You can usually tell five minutes in, like, am I vibing with this or not? Like this guy's a little organ heavy here. I'd rather some <laughs> piano. Like it's funny. I think that, I would just have to do the commentary track. I would have to do the podcast that's available on the disc. Yeah. 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 To watch that movie. That's wild. So that's, so they have different options per movie basically. Yeah, usually usually a couple. So you're watching this on what kind of is this is physical media, I assume. Uh yeah, all of these I watched on physical media. They're all available. I did watch some movies from like the 1900s and the 1910s which you can't get, so I had to watch those on YouTube and that's where you get some janky ass scores cuz they're just like YouTube people <laughs> uploading them and like doing their own music and with a freesound.org yeah, yeah like the breaking out garage band it's not good <laughs> yeah <laughs> you hear yeah. like the stock watermark through the whole film just <laughs> those were those were rough um but yeah these ones are all on disc and you just get you get a couple different options and it's pretty sweet of these what what would you recommend to like a casual <clears throat> movie goer like someone that's very much not used to watching silent films 
Uh, I mean, Nosferatu is pretty solid. Like That's, that one. Yeah, right. And it's funny because like I only, <laughs> I know Nosferatu from that SpongeBob episode. Yeah. From way back when, the uh, the hash slinging slasher where he, he pops up for a few seconds in the episode. Nosferatu. So like I always knew, oh, Nosferatu, like who's that? <laughs> so I always knew that character. And uh, yeah, that one's pretty accessible. Like that one's creepy no matter who you are. And it's silent, but like it it does the job. The rest of them, eh, iffy. Phantom of the Opera is not bad. It's got a few good moments. Caligari's pretty good too, but like you've got to really be in that mood because there's, you, know, you have to be locked in. Like you're reading a lot there's Oof. title cards full and screen art cards minutes. right yeah i mean it's it's a lot of reading you've got to really invest yeah and phantom of the opera that's got that iconic one of the like it was in the shutter series i watched the, like scariest yep. moments of all time where the phantom of the opera like that sort of skeleton monster face when he turns around i didn't get yeah. that far it's, the, yeah the phantom himself when he re- it's finally revealed and all the of first that. reveal yeah, yeah. and, and the, i'll tell you what that that works yeah. now. It still yeah. works. Imagine seeing that in the twenties, like your asshole just turns inside out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Just yeah. Projectile vomiting immediately. Well, they thought a train was gonna kill them all, and they're like, "Guys, it's a flat screen." Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that would genuinely kill people back yeah. then. Yeah. They were dumb as shit back then. I gotta say. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Idiots. Idiots. <laughs> Watching moving pictures stupid they were so smart they'd still be alive like exactly we're alive so we're smarter (laughs) dumb idiots dead idiots dude anyways uh so nosferatu are you are you stoked for that remake i am because i'm a big i'm a big robert eggers fan he's he's my guy right now um i don't know i'm part he's a new hampshire guy like me so i'm like I see. My, I'm like, I could be Robert Eggers. I know I can't be. But I'm, but I'm like, yeah. literally you. He, yeah. he grew up like you, 15 minutes from me. What did you think whenever me. The Witch came out? Like, were you just in awe of, of a New England folktale? Oh, yeah. Because I love the folk horror stuff, period. Like, that's always what I... Like, I, I've lived in New England my whole life. It's a creepy area. I mean, there's like... You just drive through towns and it's like, oh, there's the old witchcraft hanging grounds <laughs> with the memorial. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like what happened here and so there's so much like awful history and horrible things that happened in the earliest days of like america and the colonies that it's it's always been kind of a creepy area like i I like to walk around the woods up here and just vibe to that have you ever seen anything you can't explain in new england (sighs) it's a good question there 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 was a state hospital like in the town i grew up in that had some old broken down buildings that we used to just kind of poke around in and ah, there was some stuff that happened at night (laughs) you just can't i mean just noises and just like weird shit would happen to your car or you know you'd bring we used to have walkie talkies i'm I'm talking like i'm like 12 or 13 we'd have a walkie talkie and that thing would go haywire the minute you walked over there just some real weird stuff so one time i saw a goat turn into a man yeah Yeah. and then asked me if i wanted butter yeah yeah yeah. that's not good dress yeah (laughs) Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Um, so so you're working through the twenties, you're coming up on the thirties, the universal stuff. Didn't a universal box set for the monster the Universal Pretty Monsters recently. box set come out recently? Yeah, it's been a couple. Um 
they did like the core four movies and then they just did another four that had like Bride of Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon and oh, some cool. others. So The Mummy, I think. So is your so, book- yeah, there's like eight of them. Is your book focused on like horror mainly? <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm literally, right. I literally started with the first ever horror movie, which is a three minute short from 1896. And nice. watched it on YouTube, wrote about it, watched a couple other like short films from the 1900s. I'm just going to go decade, decade by decade and every decade's like a chapter where I just kind of talk about the stuff. That's awesome. And, That's cool. I mean, it's, it's, it's just as much as a way for me to just like, I don't know, put my thoughts down somewhere as it is to like, like if nobody ever buys it, I'd still be happy that I did it just to say I did it. So yeah. Oh no, yeah, that's going to go, that's, that's, that's going to blow up. That's going to yeah. be great. I saw I, you, you're writing for bloody disgusting now too, right? I am. Yeah, that's, that's super cool. They they just brought that. me on uh, just this month. I wrote the first couple pieces, and I'm really trying to give them. John Squires, who's the like managing editor over there, he's pretty big on Twitter. You've probably seen his stuff, but he likes physical media. So I was like, hey, like I can actually write a little bit as well as do videos. And we got talking. He was like, I want more physical media content. So I banged out a couple articles. I have, I'm doing like monthly physical media roundups for them so that people know what's coming out from the horror genre so we can promote it. So yeah, hopefully it, hopefully it helps. Yeah. I mean, you're doing a lot lot genuinely just for physical media, like as a, as a culture, you know, like, or yeah, I mean, but I mean, we talked about this in the past. Like, I mean, you you encounter people that are just, they don't care and that's okay. Oh yeah. That's okay. We have, we have clips that have gone viral because we're talking about how important physical media is and they're like just stream it dude yeah. and it's like you know thousands <laughs> of comments of people like it's on netflix dude you just you yeah. apple tv it and yeah like, it's the ease oh, of access man. and it's like they don't get the higher fidelity and it's just a better experience yeah and like also discounting that like we definitely stream things as well like right it's, yeah it's not Absolutely. like an either or it's just yeah. like no this is the best option to watch your favorite films, you know? Yeah, and it's so weird, yeah. like, considering people don't care. I, I, You know, we care about films, and that's just our thing. So it's hard for us to imagine not. But yeah. our thing, like, people, like, I'm sure you know, the most popular medium that's still being sold today is DVDs, and that, like, breaks my heart, where it's like, God, like, just get a Blu-ray. And they're like, mm-hmm. isn't that, like, isn't a Blu-ray, like, smoother, weird-looking video? And so, they think it's like... It's like they, motion smoothing on their TV. They think it's like, you know, motion smoothing on their TV. And I'm just like, <clears throat> like, it. it's painful. And I know we sound like fucking nerds right now, but <laughs> yeah. it's like, uh, it's, they don't see the difference. And I mean, even yesterday, I had my family over for a movie night for my birthday. And my dad was like what what's the what screen size is this <laughs> yeah. i'm like i'm like 65 he's like huh i'm like go on you know he's yeah, like yeah. he's like oh it's just really sharp these and I'm chromas like, are out of this world yeah <laughs> the skin tones he starts like he starts like spouting off like industry terms <laughs> he's like did you white balance this this is <laughs> he's like phil hartman in uh, small soldiers yeah, yeah exactly the chromas yeah um so yeah they people don't realize it until they really see it like my dad even was yeah. just like what is what what'd you do here like, yeah. like so, i plug i plugged it in yeah i, like, put, I put a disc in it right. wasn't even a it wasn't even a 4k disc that that's what was oh wow just a standard blu-ray and- standard burn after reading blu-ray hd like it was just and it looked great yeah. like the noise and the yeah. sharpness and all that but um yeah uh do you find yourself sort of uh have you ever found yourself m- encountering those people and making a pitch for physical media live 
occasionally. I, I honestly try to stay. <laughs> I realize that 99% of people don't give a shit what I have to say. Like, and, and it's nerd talk. Like, I get that. Yeah. That's why I'm passionate about it. And that's why we have such a passionate, like, community of people that are real solid that do care. Um, I mean, yeah, I try to explain it to people. Like, I've converted my wife because she has to listen to me all day. Um, she's like, she gets it now. We watch something and she'll be like, this stream's not right. Do you have this <laughs> on a disc? And I'll be like, that's right. Yeah. I taught you well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 really hard. I just like don't even get into it because most people just don't. Most people don't even have the player. So I can't even be like, hey, take this. Like, borrow it from me. Watch it. I, I offer that up to people all the time. I'm like, hey, I got 2,000 movies down in this basement. You want something? Let me know. Good chance I have it. Like, I think only my brother has ever taken me up on it. Like nobody cares to come I know. rent from my home video library. Yeah. It, you, like when you have people over and you see them start to hover around your collection, you're just like, what are you, what are you looking at? You yeah. know? You're, oh, yeah. you're like, isn't that neato? You like that packaging? You know, like. And it happens. And they do like, they're like, wow, this is really cool. Like, look at you. Even guys, I have like, I had a guy come in and work on our, on our heating system, which is in the basement in the next room. And he walked through, he's like, damn, it's like blockbuster in here. And I was like, yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. do you like it? He's like, you got tons of DVDs. And I was like, actually, sir, they're Blu-rays. And like, <laughs> then his eyes glaze over. Yeah. Underneath. And then I'm like, I'm sorry. Just, yeah. Get yeah. our heat back on. I'll yeah. leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, anyways. Uh, so amongst your work, you did the 20, you, your watch list is essentially the 1920s horror. Is there any specific movie from that era you want to talk about? There's, there's more. There's a lot more to the watch list than that. I have to, to be okay. fair. Like Let's so go. that 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 is a focus right now. But I've been watching a ton of like I have to review these movies. So like, I just watched um, the Prince of Egypt again for the first time oh, in a very long classic. time. Because we have the I brought it, but we have the 4K disc Ooh, that nice. just came out. So had to review that for the channel. What a great movie! Like unbelievable. I I saw it as a kid so i don't think i appreciated it and like i haven't watched it in probably 15 years and i was just blown away watching it again so that was incredible i just watched invaders from mars the 1953 kind of schlocky b movie that got a 4k release so a lot of the stuff i watch is like because it it just came out on disc and i'm watching it for reviews yeah um but one i don't know if you guys have heard of this but the Devonsville Terror. This was a movie I watched recently that I was like, damn, more people should probably watch this one from the, the 1970s. This is obscure horror land right here. This Let's is what go. I'm into. Yeah. What's it about? So it's like, it, it's again, witches. I don't know. I got a thing for witches and witchcraft, I guess. But it's like, movie starts like, yeah, like witchcraft, witch trial era in this little town somewhere like brutally murdering witches on screen like this is real 70s horror they tie a lady to a wooden wheel with spikes and roll her down the hill to kill her <laughs> like Jesus. we're not just lighting them on fire or hanging them or drowning them like they are brutalizing so it's a comedy it, it is actually kind of funny to be honest. <laughs> it is a little funny um but then like then it kicks in the modern day and like these three women show up in the town again and they're like reincarnated you know the, of the three witches that were killed 300 years ago and the townspeople kind of freak out and they have like this weird like mass hysteria where they're all like these three women who just showed up or you know one's there for a job one's there on a, a summer trip and they're like they're the witches we have to kill them again and the whole town goes like kind of nuts and loses its shit and like tries murdering these women again it's a really interesting like there's there's like the mass hysteria like 
cults like i just see it and like i'm just like okay this is like what's happening in this country right now in a lot of areas where people are just like pitchforks and torches like going after things yeah of course. so it's still... super relevant even though it's like 50 years old at this point i was like damn there's a lot of themes here that apply today and it was just really cool now are there, are there any names attached to this one is there like a director or something like any names that would be familiar to the uh, casual fan the only person you'd probably recognize, Donald Pleasance is in it. Okay, gotcha. So you've got, yeah, you've got him from, obviously from Halloween and Prince of Darkness and uh, um, he's a million different horror. He kind of like just started doing weird horror movies for a little bit there. Yeah, because um, he was like he's a serious like the, actor and then and then yeah. Halloween sort of like changed the project trajectory of his career, right? Right. So that he's really the only, I have the disc here if you see, this is a, it's a pretty sweet, Oh, that's, that's, cool. that's a really cool cover. From Vinegar Syndrome, one of my favorite companies. So they just yeah. put it out and it's it's like totally restored. It looks incredible. But uh, the director was Uli Lomel, who did The Boogeyman. I don't know if anyone's seen that, but Donald Pleasance is probably it. There's a guy in this who's like a character actor who's also in Office Space. Um, Robert Walker Jr., who's an easy rider. I mean, it's nobody like super... Right. recognizable other than Pleasance. So was it just the release that kind of caught your eye and you're like, oh, I got I to gotta check this out? Like, is it the cover that kind of speaks to you? It, or It does do that. Like, like yeah. that still applies today when you used to walk in a Blockbuster and just, or whatever home video store you had and was the best rent part. the movie with the cool cover. Yeah. Yeah. That was part of it, but it actually came from, from John at, at Bloody Disgusting, I think, happened to watch it and tweeted about it and said like, wow, this movie, I don't think enough people have seen it, like super relevant today, still holds up, has some great moments and has a great message. And I was like, okay, well, I've got Vinegar Syndrome rewards points, so sold. Done. <laughs> sold. I, I love like kind of how you're talking about how like, you know, you had a guy working on your house and he sees like your wall of Blu-rays. I think that's another thing. It's like, it reminds us of going back to Blockbuster and just looking at covers yeah. and how that would yeah. sell you on a rental. Like, like oh, I yeah. always think of the Dead Alive 100%. poster. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Like those films are, that, that were just like, I need to watch this right now. Um, and Evil then having Dead your 2 own, had a good one. Yeah, having your own collection kind of makes you look at those and be like, oh man, this sounds really good right now. Like as opposed to just scrolling on Netflix. Like there's something entirely different about scrolling on any streaming service. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like the cover is going to be like you're going to scroll over it and it's going to be a trailer. Right a away. random yeah. character that you don't even care. Plus you're at the mercy of whatever licenses they've managed to keep hold. Yeah. Well, there's course. that, but also you're at the mercy of their algorithm. They're actually choosing what you should yeah. watch or what you're going to watch. Like I, mm. I saw this really interesting, like this podcast that broke down how their like algorithm works. And it's like, it's pretty straightforward. It's obvious how like they can choose what is in the top 10 and what's recommended. But it's one of those things where it's like they're not really choosing good movies. They're they're choosing movies for you to talk about the next day. It's like right. this is going to be this weekend's, you know, thing. Like, all right, drop it this weekend, and then this is this is this week's cooler talk. Yeah, you know, everybody's going to talk yeah, about cool, yeah. this thing, and then um, that's kind of fascinating when you think about it that way. But it's also like back to what you were saying. Half the time when I want to watch a movie, I'll peruse my collection before I even browse a new release, just because I I it's easier for you to check a vibe to be like, yeah, this is what I want to watch yeah. or this yeah. is what I want to, yeah, this is what I'm feeling right now. And like, yeah, you go on Netflix and you hover over something for 0.5 seconds. It bombards you with a trailer yeah. and you're like, can I just like literally read, look at it? Can I look at this cover? Can I read? And that's another fascinating thing is the covers change per 
user and per time spent on Netflix and all kinds of weird like marketing research based on your ad profile, like you will get different covers and they just swap them out if like if you've passed over one a few times. Yeah, it'll be like maybe now with with fucking John Travolta instead of Uma Thurman on the Pulp Fiction cover. Yeah, you'll watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. or, or or you know, uh, Pedro Pascal is getting like his his renaissance and so they're like oh well he's in narcos so every narco yeah. thing yeah. is him front and center and it's like uh, it's it's like a fucking psyop half the time yeah. like it's right, it's like right. it's like this they are just hacking our brains to watch what they want us to watch half the time which is like i don't know getting a little existential yeah. but i genuinely no, believe pedro pascal is not as hot as everybody thinks he is but that's a whole other thing <laughs> No one asked, I, I but all think, right. Yeah, I don't think we need to get <laughs> into that. <laughs> I think it's a government CIA psyop, but we won't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think if you passed him like on the street, it would just be like he's he's a dude. But then they make enough thirst trap edits on TikTok, and everybody's like, he is fucking, he's daddy, he's and so he's daddy. He's dude, to make he's, a note that we need to make more thirst traps of the podcast. Right. right yeah. Right. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Good content right. idea. Yeah. And that, now we're going to have to make a uh, Jeff thirst trap. Yeah, yeah. sorry, Jeff. To sorry, promote your episode, do. Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. <clears throat> you're in our thirst trap. It's just you like, it's like cutting it does those snap zooms to you different DVDs. You're just like, dish, dish. <laughs> but it always starts with a line and then the music drops. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, yeah. It's like, so this 4K release, it's one of the best of the year. <laughs> and then it's just going to be you in different 4K DVDs. <laughs> Just mirrored angles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those weird corkscrew edits they do that look like they're made by Dead AI. Angles. Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, so yeah. Uh, so your watch list, what else have you been watching? Besides besides the, what was it called? Uh, the movie from the 70s, one more time? The Devonsville Terror. Recommended. Definitely go check that one out. Um, You're making yeah, me want to watch The Prince of Egypt like yeah. ASAP. I remember <laughs> you crying should. during that movie when I was a kid. And this new disc is only like twenty bucks. Like it's one of the cheaper four Ks you can buy, and it's. But I unreal. don't like the blue case for for those new. It, it does it come with a blue case like Training Day did? No, no, it's got a black case. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. We're here, and it's got all gold on the the slip. It's all gold and shiny. It's Isn't it weird cool. that the four K Training Day is blue though? Yeah, somebody screwed up. Or they ran out of cases and just had to push it up. Now they're black. If you go in the store and buy them, they're black. Oh, okay, cool. Damn. But the first <laughs> you know, couple of weeks, I they were I got the steelbook, so I, I mean... Oh, okay. <clears throat> Some that's dude. a skill issue if you buy the, uh, the plastic. <laughs> yeah, the plastic case. <laughs> I want to go back in time and find the motherfucker that made all Blu-ray cases blue. That's what For I want to do. I want to, like... Clear. They thought it was like a galaxy brain move. They're like, it's called a Blu-ray, so we'll make it blue. And it's yeah. just so dumb. It's so confusing, too. Like... Always like the confusing name tends to win now. Like HD DVD died. Was makes better. so much more sense. It makes so much more sense because it, yeah. it. I'm it, a, I'm a marketing guy. Like HD DVD. I don't know how it. They fumbled the bag hard. That yeah. should have won. It's so. I think it's. I think it's Sony's. Sony is responsible for killing HD DVD, if I remember correctly, because it's the PS3. Yeah, they essentially yeah. chose That's what it comes which, down to. Exactly, they chose which technology yeah. to put in their. PlayStation well, didn't the 360 play HD DVDs and not Blu-rays? I think you had to get an attachment. Didn't you, you had to, to buy like an separate... attachment that was like a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's so where they, you fucked up. Yeah, and they the, did. The only reason I ever watched DVDs was because I had a PS2. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Do you have a laser disc player, Jeff? 
Uh, I don't have a Laserdisc player. I've got a VHS. I've got a, you know, and then DVD can go in everything I have. But that's as far back as I go as VHS. I have Laserdiscs purely yeah. for display. Same. Have you um, done videos on your VHS collection? I don't think I've seen. <clears throat> it's small. It's nothing really. I have like literally, well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is still sealed. I'm keeping oh, that one sealed. That's sick. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, but I have like Halloween and I have like the, the OG Star Wars before they fucked them all up and edited them on vhs and just a couple things like that like jaws like i don't have anything crazy i just have a couple of my favorites that's a couple cool. of classics that's cool. yeah that's how it starts yeah i uh, know <laughs> that's the gateway drug to uh having yeah. an unhinged collection of vhs yeah mm-hmm. so you start you started vhs you ended up betamax and then pretty soon you're into coke <laughs> heroin you know <laughs> just a slippery slope you know exactly laser discs hd dvds then cheese the, yeah, yeah then tylenol pm and heroin and um it's just a cool vibe, guys. It's just just cool guy shit, you know? Uh, <laughs> For the boys only. Yeah, it's fellas time. <clears throat> Anyways, um, so what kind of physical media stores do you have around you? My big one is uh, Bull Moose. They're a local New England chain. Um, that really sounds started so as a New music England. store. Sorry? I was just going to say that sounds so New England. Bull Moose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're in Maine, in New Hampshire. They have like a couple in New Hampshire. And then a bunch more in Maine. There's maybe like nine or ten locations. But they're legit. I mean, there's used DVDs, used Blu-rays, used 4K discs, all the newest stuff, all the like real weird uh, boutique stuff. And then they have video games, vinyl, CDs, cassettes, books. I mean, it's it's everything. Yeah, that sounds so much like basically movie movie trading company. company. So there's movie trading company here in like the south. And then there's also Vintage Stock, which owns movie trading company so i don't know if you're familiar with those. i don't know if they have those in like the new england area no but I, i've heard just from doing this for a while i've heard other people talk about them whenever you travel are you going to try out different physical media stores i try to the thing is like i i used to travel a lot for work uh-huh. pre-covid now I, I work from home so i'm primarily here but I, I travel occasionally and everywhere i travel to it's like it's there's nothing like I, I went to chicago and it was like what's I, I literally asked i'd ask people on twitter on youtube like what's out here uh nothing i went to philadelphia what's here uh family video i, I don't even know if they're open anymore like it oh, was wow. yeah. Damn. it's so dead everywhere the, <laughs> they're like you could check the experience out a, a movie from Redbox and not return it yeah. yeah well that's what happens when you i'd always google like video stores near me and it'd yeah. be like 10 red boxes and exactly. like, that is not a video store that no. does not count and like a dollar general they have like the dollar bin yeah movies. yeah yeah yeah, which is so. I, I don't know if that, that was like whenever you're talking about how like uh, sixty or seventy percent of all physical media sales now are DVDs. I feel like that's all dollar stores or like the Walmart bins because like those are it is mostly DVDs, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll be like the double it's, pack of Monsters versus Aliens with National Treasure. And like, <laughs> it's only a dollar. Yeah, like, right. It is a lot of that, and it's also like libraries and schools and things like that that buy up that like True, you nice. figure like every library across the country like gets the new release dvd for 10 bucks and or 15 bucks and rents it out so right there how many dvd sales are we talking about every True. week like, communism at work you're right it's a fair amount <laughs> we're in late Damn capitalism <laughs> we're in late capitalism guys uh, people throw around late capitalism like they're smart and i hate it so much just just but, say you're poor <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, did you want to get back to your watch list? But we all we have a few more questions about your actual collection. But 
Do you have anything else? No, you, go, go ahead. Shoot. I mean, uh, most of my watch, that was the one movie I wanted to talk about. And I'll give them props. Vinegar Syndrome does. I don't know if you bought, but they have the clear case. So yes. not a blue case. Shout out to them Not for a blue that. case. They get it. Um, they get but it. But I just, yeah, I had some other stuff if you wanted to look at it real quick that I'm going to watch, but nothing on my watch. So I pulled some stuff off the shelf that's new that might be cool to look at. But oh, you yeah. can ask away. I mean, we so can do whatever. So is it time for a physical media minute then? Yeah, this is a physical media hour, but yes. Oh well, yeah, essentially. This is the physical media minute, everybody. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Let's do it. It's like shocked him. Like, yeah. Well, uh, it's very important, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yep. So uh, what, what do you got for us? Oh, this one's this one's pretty sweet. I just bought this the other day, but the, the big A24, Ooh, the yes. lighthouse. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is the whole nine yards here with the booklet and the 4k disc which is first time it's ever been on 4k which is exciting let's go so that that was a pretty sweet one um did what, you also get the this, arrow i did that one has they haven't even announced it yet have they i thought they did yeah they, they, they just te- announced it the 4k oh, they, version t- did they announce it today yeah but that's that's only for uh it's that's only not uk US. oh yeah, really only the uk yeah, yeah, they got the UK rights. A twenty four kept the US, you know, North American rights. They split it up. Um, but yeah, that one's cool. This one literally just came in. But Red Eye, this is a new four K of Red Eye, a little Paramount. It's got a is that um, fold out Murphy? Oh, yeah, Cillian Murphy. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's uh, yeah, Cillian Murphy, Rachel McAdams, and Wes Craven. Wes directed. Craven. Yeah, yeah. I've been meaning so to that rewatch that. Thriller, I've dude. been meaning to rewatch that. I can't find it anywhere. I vividly remember seeing that in the theaters. So that's a 4K release? It is, and I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think it even ever... It says right here, remastered for its debut on Blu-ray and 4K. So it Whoa, never had anything damn. past DVD, which is why you couldn't find it anywhere. So Hell yeah. I'm glad you showed me that because that one's been on my list. Whenever I, I have like a, you know just a list to peruse the aisles whenever I'm bouncing around like the vi- different video stores. Because um, I prefer to find stuff that way, as a, it's more fun. The hunt is more fun than you know, just oh, yeah. googling and hitting add to cart and paying a, like a premium. So, no. so yeah, um, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. That's sick. Um, yeah. And then just a couple, like these just came in from Warner Brothers too, which don't I don't think they come out for a couple weeks, but they got this Rebel Without a Cause 4K disc. They've got the Maltese Falcon on 4K, and. Uh, cool hand luke which i'm very excited to watch on 4k so oh, those nice. all just came actually i don't i don't think they're in stores yet but they will be in the next couple of weeks and then uh flash dance came on 4k Ooh. too so that one's fun that nice. is a solid um, dad movie my dad yeah. loves that movie yeah and i'm confirming it is a dad <laughs> movie. that plus saturday night fever plus grease dad movies perfect yeah yep all three of which you can get on 4K disc now. Oh, All yeah. three of those. I love the covers that they did, the slip covers that they did. Like they're almost arguably better than the steel books. And like I'm kind of a steel book nut. Chris is as well. Yeah. We just prefer having steel books over. Yeah, I'd love a steel book. Is there any that you prefer as far as physical medium wise? Do you prefer steel books or the 4K with a slip cover or what? I. I will go back and forth. You've got to sell me on the artwork. Like that's that's the thing. That's what gets me is like if like I have plenty of steel books, but I also have plenty that I just don't vibe with, so I just buy the standard one. It all comes down to the artwork cuz like otherwise I, I'm not like a, I got to have a steel book, I got to have a slip cover. I want to buy the movie first and foremost. But if you give me the package like 
there's you know some of the ones that like Lionsgate's doing that have these awesome slip covers that like play into the art of the steel book. Yeah, and, like you do something cool like that. Yeah, I'm all in. Lionsgate is killing it with those designs and slip covers. Like that, they yeah. just announced one for Crank that I pre-ordered immediately. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that, that looks incredible. Yeah, the the Reservoir Dogs one they did. That is one's sick. Amazing. I think it started with yep. like American Psycho. That was like the first one that like yeah. really. I think so got them on the map as far as like yeah. design goes yeah at least as far as on the map yeah like yeah yeah that one's yeah those are those are always so good but yeah we always i mean josh and i love a steel book but yeah again going back if if the art's good the art's good oh yeah, yeah. i've definitely passed on plenty of steel books that are just like the it just depends on the design like the, if they're minimal or something like that like those are always a hard sell for me yeah mm-hmm. and then i'll just skip over it like i think the format is most important yeah. Like as far as 4K goes, if it's available in 4K, I'm going to get that right. regardless. And then I will switch out a 4K into the steel book yeah. if I have to. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. But then, yeah, like uh, one of the most egregious ones we've ever seen was that design for No Country for Old Men, that steel book. Oh that is God. the worst steel book in history. One of, one of our favorite movies of all time, but it doesn't have a 4K release, by the way, to my knowledge. But it also, nope. it has the worst steel book one of the worst steelbook designs I've ever seen. What but is? It? I don't know that one. What's it? Look? It's. I think it. It's one of those ones. Have you seen? Sometimes they do this really fun thing where they put the tagline bigger than the movie title. It's super neat. So when you read it, you think <laughs> that's what the movie's called. When really it's like live, a, die, repeat, end of yeah, tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, like tomorrow. you ever fuck up a marketing po- poster so hard you have to change the name of the movie. <laughs> that's what <laughs> yeah. happened with Edge of Tomorrow. They're like, so is it live, die, repeat, or yeah? And then they're like, you know what? Yeah, it is. So they yeah. literally fucking had to like make a synonymous title. Um, but yeah, if you put, if you just Google No Country for Old Men Steelbook, I mean, I'll edit it into the video, but. It's it's just it's, it's, really it's just bad. so it's so uninspired mm. and dog shit. So <laughs> we just that's yeah, a hard pass. Do you have do you have you know a what? favorite piece of I'm sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I saw you one of you guys got the uh Kung Fu Hustle steel book. Yeah, yeah. I think the, yeah, yeah, I, I think, snagged that uh movie was that company, one of those right? like minimalist design ones? No, so th- that one pop is actually art. really dope. That's like the fist punching through the lollipop, and it's like really, it's a very pop art, very colorful. Pop art ones, okay. Yeah, I those, love that. I have a bunch of those too, and some people just hate them when I pull them out and show them off, and they think they're the cheesy. I love pop art though, so I, I appreciate when you pulled that one out. I was like, that's a good pick. Yeah. Nice. But nice. the the minimal ones, I know what you're talking about. Sometimes those hyper-minimal ones can really be a miss for me. Yeah, yeah. well, they choose like, just the of... wrongest image. Well, like, uh, yeah. what's the... Big Lebowski. Yeah. That's a bad steel book because it's just like a bowling pin, I think. It's a bowling yeah. pin inside of a yeah. white Russian or something. Yeah. It's like, that oh, just... remember this? It's, it's like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all those... Remember sti- when the bowling pin was in the white Russian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, those ones are always so like the the whole motivation is remember this yeah it's like the, it's mm-hmm. one thing from the movie where it's like whiplash had a pretty bad one too the the drumsticks and the drums yeah you replaced that one with a good one i literally bought it twice because i got shamed by our discord and by <laughs> so i like a dummy i didn't watch one of any of your videos reviewing like the 4k about it because i heard whiplash didn't actually have a true 4k is that true? Like, yeah, it wasn't a 4K transfer because it was a 2K intermediate, I think. Yeah, it was like a 2K digital movie. So That would that would make sense given what it was. Yeah. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, but so basically... Like, just don't buy the 4K of Whiplash, right. essentially. Yeah, it's one of those movies which I'm sure you've encountered like where it's hereditary. like... hereditary. 
yeah it's like they just scaled the 200 percent and hit a sharpen on it or something yeah. and you're like what did they like yeah yeah where you don't yeah you don't necessarily the only thing with the if they do a good job with the color the hdr helps a lot mm. sometimes that's the reason why i bought hereditary on a 4k disc is because it's so dark that that actually helps with the with the color a little bit mm-hmm. um but yeah whiplash i just looked it up is is one of those cases where like yeah there's not going to be there's not a twenty dollar difference between the blu-ray and the 4k that disc. should literally be illegal yeah like yeah. that's that's so fucked. kind of a bait and switch it's literally yeah so anyways i bought a the, the steelbook that had the 4k in it because the other one I, I think didn't say 4k so i was like well i'll get the 4k steelbook and then like everybody was like you know there's a different design that's way better and i was just like oh shucks fellas and then <laughs> basically yeah i had to go back and Did you get the it. one with the big like symbol yes. it's just like all a symbol yeah okay yeah, that's yeah. the one yeah, that's, that's the one that is cool that's the yeah. better one there was another one that's like it's all like a bl- bloody drumstick yeah and it, it looks like yeah. like ms paint vector art yeah. drumsticks they, they look yes really bad. yes there's a whole line of that's what i was gonna say is people people hate those too yeah and i don't blame them because those are kind of lame they, yeah that's lame. some of a, a few of them ha- have hit for me but they it's become such a cliche that they're they can miss it and is. when they miss it's it's tough it's a hard miss it's microsoft paint yeah it looks exactly like <laughs> yeah yeah and the little paper clip is still on the cover <laughs> yeah so just like do you need help <laughs> designing this steelbook art <laughs> yeah um anyways uh so yeah, you got anything else from that stack you want to share with us? Um, just to, I pulled a couple more, and I say I'm glad we talked steelbooks. Got a couple steelbooks, but let's go. Um, I got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4K Ooh. steelbook. That is which I love. That is one this of the coolest like, designs to come out so far this year. I love year. the retro aspect of it. That yeah. yeah, that original poster art. That is what I have the sealed VHS over in a display case, and that's what's on that VHS. That's like, this sick. is the artwork. Cool. This is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's so, so good. Even they though had the original that other version is really good too for uh, Texas Chainsaw. The the new like the poster that it comes with, solid. Yeah. I love that. But that original one sheet. I'm cover, a sucker for the original. That's that's the way to go. Yeah, so I got I got that one in. I reviewed that already, and then one I haven't reviewed but is coming soon is uh, Dragon Slayer, um, which this this is a cool steelbook because it does have the slip cover. So it gives you the slip cover, Ooh, and then on the inside you get this pretty sweet steelbook with the dragon eye and everything. It's it's pretty dope. Was that so, transparent or was it? Did it slide out of there? No, the slip the slip cover is all like this is it's totally gotcha. covered. Okay, yeah, I see. It's got yeah, its yeah. own artwork, which is more like traditional um that's pretty cool to the movie though. but still yeah, that's, really pretty usually those give you the still it's kind of neat to like even have lionsgate's been doing the transparent ones but i'd never seen like paramount now has this deal going on which is never complain cool. about that because you know they get scratched up so i'm a fan of having the case over them definitely inside baseball question do you have slip covers for your steelbooks do you do like the plastic covers uh i don't on all of them same like bagging and boarding yeah. for comics i do no. i have some that are signed that oh. are like signed by the director that i've definitely protected um i have like five or six of those but otherwise unless it has like actual value if it's just like a five dollar steel book i got i mean i keep it on the shelf and i don't you know i don't use it as a frisbee but you know i don't i don't put a case around all of them yeah yeah that's it's tough because those are we've looked into that i think both of us have and it's it, pretty expensive and also kind of difficult it can be like yeah, i don't like the full boxes i just want to slip to put up like lionsgate does i just want to 
clear right. plastic slip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they don't I mean, as far as I know, they don't make those. Yeah. If I ever get one that is covered from somebody or if it's like in the store for some reason it's like still wrapped or sealed, like I'll usually leave it sealed until I rewatch it. But yeah, know, that's about it. You know. Just get a manga bags. They're literally that's exactly the same size. Is it? Liter- yeah, and they're you can get a bag of like a hundred for like five dollars. I'm I would. Yeah, yeah, would, would they, I, don't I would never they, want to be associated with manga. In I understand why, why you say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so do you have do you have an all time favorite piece of physical media? Boy, from my own. So, if you want to talk like stuff from my own collection that nobody else has, um, or a very small amount of people have, because they were some like promo copies and stuff. Th- those signed steel books are pretty near and dear to me like i have um i have the steel book of us jordan peele's movie with wow. the really cool gold scissors and he signed it with gold sharpie Ooh, so wow it looks, that's fucking sick looks very cool that's a big one um m night Shyamalan signed his steel book of old so i have that one too um what'd and you, then what do you think of the movie old <laughs> <It's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> all right all moving right, right, right along on. It's all right. I mean, I, I, I can appreciate it. Okay, but it's not. I wouldn't rank it up there with signs, signs? or oh village yeah, no. or sixth sense or <clears throat> any of those. Yeah, so. those are all goaded. Village yeah. on four yeah. K when? Yeah, seriously, probably never. Um, but that's a whole different story. I think Fox owns it. Um, but yeah, those are those are big, and then I have. My Jingle All the Way Blu-ray signed by the director because that's my favorite Christmas movie of all time and I'll fight for that one. That's awesome. yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of the best I interviewed movies. him on my podcast. So he, I sent him, I got a full-size Turbo Man doll that he signed and the, the Blu-ray. That's so amazing. those are two pretty sweet pieces that go together. That's amazing. Um, we did that movie, didn't we? We did. We yeah. 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 yeah, that was... <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. It's a great... Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's so stupid, but it worked. I was talking to him about it. I'm like, how the hell did you get Arnold Schwarzenegger, Phil Hartman, Rita Wilson, and Sinbad? Like, <laughs> what a what a cast. Like, yeah. where did that come from? That's the most... And Darth Vader. I couldn't pick a more diverse group of four people. Yeah. And Phil Hartman is is doing his usual shitty neighbor. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. so good at it. One of the best performances. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's like, and then the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like sealed VHS is pretty sweet. It still has like the, the original shrink wrap with the little MPI media on the side and, um, some cool stuff like that, but like otherwise, oh, duh, what am I doing? I have my, <laughs> my Halloween 35th anniversary Blu-ray signed by John Carpenter. That's a big one. That's, that's amazing. Hello. Like what? Am, what the fuck am I doing? That's the biggest one. So that would be should have put that one. at the beginning. Gun to your head, your house is burning down. And gun to my head, my house is burning down. I hand. am. Yeah, I'm taking that and then Jordan Peele if I have an extra second. And then your child after yeah. that. Yeah. If you, if you, <laughs> the wife you gets the kids, them. I get the movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So you. Do we- do we try and impress Jeff with our physical media? Please do pickups. For let's. The week? Yeah. Yeah. Let's try it. it. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. All right. Who's going first? Go ahead. I'm going? All right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. 
Girl with the dragon tattoo, baby. Ooh, nice. So now we okay. have the steel book. Finally, now See, this is a. This is in one of those annoying cases that we don't want to put them in. Yes, I don't like this case. Fuck this case. It's stupid. Yeah. But look at this, <laughs> man. It's just the. It's just the poster art. It's just great. Yep. It's, yeah, it's solid. It's just a clean steel book, with them laying in the bed on the inside here, Chris. Yep. Please don't steal that from me. We're kind of far away from the cam, but I'm sure you're. So familiar. is that is that new? I haven't seen that one. No, I had to find that on eBay. That that's a. Okay. It's, I think it's a European exclusive. It is, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Good condition. Cool. I have this one, but in shittier condition, basically. <laughs> oh, do you really? Yeah. And it's then all, I also have all scratched. a Boogie Nights steelbook. Nice. This is very hard. I to love find. Boogie Nights. I love that retro art. Paul Thomas, yep. like, uh, just to have a Paul Thomas Anderson steelbook. Yeah. Oh, you've got the Master and There Will Be Blood. I know. <laughs> I know that. Oh, but <laughs> I'm me. Sorry. <laughs> but you gotta get. All of them. Yeah. You gotta get it. Yeah, Boogie Nice is fantastic. Shout out to Roller Girls. Nice. Okay, and then this this one is near and dear. The fact that this exists blows my goddamn mind. So I'm a big Nicholas Winding Refn fan. I loved uh the Neon Demon. I love Drive, obviously. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. He's great in that. He's truly, truly great. <laughs> uh I even like Only God Forgives. Whatever. I found the Pusher Trilogy steel book i just met her that's 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 wild that you found that so i found this this is a special story because i found this in austin while on a two while working essentially went into a video store it's called waterloo records had no clue this even existed so the Mm -hmm. fact that there is a pusher trilogy steel book in existence it's so wild i like my mind i love all the stickers that's like this is region b don't come back asking for a refund when it doesn't work (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like what's a region b like people don't even know this is so this is so wild blu-rays i'm steelbook (laughs) 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 it's it's, it's It's like german or something so incredibly german yeah yeah this is is incredible find you got dusting yeah it's this is insane and you found it like the fact that you didn't have to hunt on ebay for this no yeah that, that's, I think that's the best part i didn't know this existed the fact that it was just sitting there i was stressing out about work obviously you know i'm traveling for work traveling for business and then just to pop in and find something like this felt uh it felt kismet you know what i mean it's just yeah. like i was really meant it's the to best be feeling here. yeah yeah he had a meet cute with the pusher trilogy steelbook yeah. <laughs> he was like he's like oh there there you go. What are you, what what are you, you doing, doing What are you doing? What? Did you get some coffee? Oh, just a guy down on his luck. Yeah. And then sees the light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. So yeah. th- those are my those are my pickups, all steel books. Um, nice. And then, of, of course, I have a uh, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo original Ooh. trilogy. That's hard. Blu-ray box set. I haven't seen Jeff, that one. I feel like nice. you probably have this already. I think I have that. I think that's what I happens so. when you have 2K in your collection. You're yeah. like, you're like, you know what? I probably, I probably do have that. That's that is the problem. Is I I see so many of them, and I know awesome. I like, I have this weird encyclopedia of like, yeah, I've seen all these releases from people on Instagram, and I'm like, do I actually have that, or have I just seen it five times? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. anything that has like a leather bound case. Oh yeah, a yes. leather bound box set with like the little emblem on it, dude. Yeah, that's a really good. I, I haven't seen that one. I, I want that one now. Thanks for this gift, Josh. You're welcome, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And also shouts to uh, the Zorro Steelbook. I had to get the Ooh, Mask of Zorro. Yes. Nice. nice. Is this new? Yeah. This oh, is okay. New. 4K. The yep. original movie. Yep. Oh, not the original original, but the... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, not the 30s yeah. Zorro. Right. Which you're gonna watch for your horror. You're, you're... <laughs> He's gonna watch for his book. Yeah. No, it's uh, 
Yeah, it's really great. Nice. It's really great. How about how about Alex? Are you gonna impress Jeff? Let's I think go. I think no I'm one's winning. gonna impress Jeff. First, I'm of winning all. so far. I'm all easily right. impressed. Let's I've, do it. I've already those showed were impressive this off. picks. Sorry, I've already showed this off before on the show, but I'll never miss a chance to show it off. And it's the Godzilla yes, Showa I know what era this is. Criterion. Yep. Uh, this is probably the coolest thing I own in general, just because of the packaging and all the movies in there. Um, let me take that out. Every so there's like a 15 page little mini book in here, and every page has like unique art for the specific movie that it's about. Um, I'm pretty sure Jeff has this one. Jeff. Yeah, you probably, I'm assuming you own this. I, like, a, I actually had, I had two of them because they sent me one damaged and Criterion was super cool and we're just like, here, have another one. Nice. So, That's awesome. Yeah. My brother and I both have one. I gave it <laughs> yeah. Nice, good deal. The only thing I don't like about it is that the discs are like crazy hard to get out of the packaging. Yes, I hate those sleeved discs yeah. that you have to scape against the cardboard to get out. Yeah. I always feel like I'm going to break them every single time. I love yeah. the texture but of it the, is, the book. It's yeah. incredible and the artwork on it is just incredible. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's a display piece all day. Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. Do you have a favorite one out of this collection? Anything with Mecha Godzilla? For real. Agreed. Yeah. Are you a fan of Shin Godzilla? Have you seen that? I have. Yeah. I mean, I Yeah. I don't love... I, I like the new... I don't know why. I like the new Godzilla movies better than that one. But I appreciate that one for what it was doing and what it is. Like, I appreciate the throwback that that was. Godzilla vs. Kong is, like, one of the best action it, movies I've ever it seen. It goes so hard. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's, it's such a good popcorn movie. Yeah. 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 Not quite a good popcorn movie. It's 2000's Godzilla starring Matthew Broderick. Not quite. With the soundtrack by Puff Daddy. Mm-hmm. I have a soft spot for that, though. Me too. Yeah. I think we all saw that like a hundred <laughs> times when we were kids. Yeah. Yes, that's why. Yeah. I had all the toys and everything. Godzilla 2000. That was a big deal. The yeah. McDonald's. Didn't they have the McDonald's toys for that? Yeah, there was like, yes. like, like, a, yeah, like a <laughs> cup or a straw or something. Yep. Uh, next up, I have two Criterion editions of... These are live-action adaptations of mangas by Kazuo Koike. So mm-hmm. I'm the anime YouTube trash goblin of this podcast, and I read okay. manga. I'm a degenerate. He uh, reads cartoons backwards, and that's right. Th- th- that's how we put it. And that's and that's not a false statement. But uh, these are based <laughs> off of his works, and they're pretty good. Lone Wolf and Cub, I will say, is miles better than Lady Snowblood. And that one's Criterion. Yeah, they're both Criterion. Oh, cool. Uh, if you want to check these out. I did not know. I do actually do. Did yeah. not know there were manga adaptations in the Criterion? I really want to watch this. Yeah, you can borrow it. All right. I also have it's Lady now. Snowblood's the, that's, that's original Kill Bill, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I have that one. I don't think I have Lone Wolf and Cub yet. That was pretty cool. Super, super pretty cool. Art. cool. Um, I don't, I don't think either of them reached the heights of their source material, but they're both absolutely worth watching. So sick. Oh, yeah. Nice. Anything else? Yes. Um, Ron by Akira Kurosawa. Oof. Oh, you got one. Uh, this one I just Ooh. watched like last week. So this has the slip cover. Whoa. And it's got that. That's that fucking hard. Pretty fucking cool if you want to look at it. Yeah, that. that's one of the best. Is that a Lionsgate like... slip cover? I it think is. it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Oh, it's got that transparent that was... thing too. Did you just get that at Best Buy? I got this a probably close to six months to a year ago somewhere between there and i didn't watch okay. it till like last week they like were gone forever and yeah. now i i have one but now i've been getting messages from people like go to best buy the, the steelbook's back and i'm like 
Well, luckily I have one, but yeah, those were super, those were selling for crazy, Dude, crazy the, numbers on eBay. Yeah. In the past few weeks, Best Buy has just been doing these random steelbook restocks like Scream. Uh, I feel like they just find boxes in warehouses and then like stuff just pops up. Yeah. Like they've always had these. They were not out of print. Somebody just put them in the wrong section in the Best Buy warehouse. Yeah. 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 Something. Yeah. No, but they oh, don't shit. even care about physical media. They're like, oh yeah, it's they over don't. there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we got Magnolia, Magnolia Home Theater systems to sell. So uh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Before we run out of time, Chris, you want to? Yeah, do I'll I'll fly through these. Um, I've I've got this box set, the this huge Manta box set I got via group buy on Instagram. The Manta Lab box set. The Manta Lab 2001 uh, came with like two Damn. steelbooks on the inside, a monolith figurine, Shoot. huge art book on the inside. It's nuts. <clears throat> 4K, obviously. I own that movie probably I think eight or nine times now, just in different steelbook format favorite and, movie of all times so yeah it makes, makes sense yeah i did want to get into uh if we had time i wanted to ask you about funko like dissolving mondo oh we can do yeah. it so I, I don't have like a we, we can go i'm cool okay okay cool. we're good um, I, i'll text the wife and tell her give me a few yeah cool no worries but we're fine kids are asleep i'm good to go nice, nice. Excellent. um this ex machina uh larger box set i don't, I don't remember where this one was from that was a Zavi exclusive. Zavi exclusive, thank you. Yeah. So it had a little art book. It's got the steel book, which has I love I the, love that. The yeah. back and front situation. That's awesome. Yeah. It's um yeah, Ava robot and Ava in the dress. It's it's just mm-hmm. phenomenal. One of my favorite movies of all time and I think one of my favorite shelf pieces. I just love the clean white yeah, art so on that. Yep. Like the house it takes place in. Yep. I've got the Mondo, the thing. Oh, I have that. Yes, yeah, you do have that. It's it's interesting. You have it. Remember I had that bef- before you. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, he did have that before you, which makes him more of a fan of that edition than you. You know what? I can't. Ar- <laughs> I can't argue with that. It's That's not true. like it's not like his friend told him about this steelbook when he was trying to buy a different steelbook, and I was like, no, you should buy the Mondo one. That's not what happened, right? That's not what happened because no, I already happened. had it. It's the weird thing. Yeah, I just yeah, knew yeah. it already. Yeah, you, know, it, you actually downloaded the info into your brain. You didn't need him to tell you. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah, you were trying to buy like a bootleg DVD with like a print. Like someone like was, printed I was off. I trying like, to buy the Das Ding version. Yeah, yeah. the German Das Ding. Das Ding. <laughs> um, but this art is one of the coolest arts I've ever seen. Uh, like it's the most gothic, fucking, just insane. Yeah. Obviously, and the thing is one of the best. And shouts to Mondo and fuck Funko Pop. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. But that's one of my. I had to. I had. To, I gave up and had to pay a hefty dollar on eBay, like 80 or something for that. Oh, Just, yeah. I don't like to go that high, but when it's for something that good, I, I make the leap. Um, my this it follows steelbook is just always one of my favorites that's yeah that's so one good. it's just yep. that that vintage art look i always bring yeah. this up when we're talking that has media. a 70s slasher feel to it it's, it's one of the best yeah totally works for any steelbook and the film itself is just incredibly unique and interest and cinematography is phenomenal and that mm-hmm. that particular art i'm just a huge fan of like we, like you were saying earlier it always goes back to the art so oh yeah um huge fan of this alien six film collection steelbook i have love that and then one of my most recent pickups, um, I had to, Evil Dead Rising is coming out soon, and Evil Dead 2013 is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I've got the classic red steelbook of Evil Dead 2013 already, but I found out this existed, and I had to get it uh, with yeah. Demon Mia with the split tongue. It's it's part of that pop art collection, Project Pop Art. 
Um, just a phenomenal steelbook and phenomenal piece of art. And that's another one I had to shell out 94 yeah. because I'm a slut. So Ooh, shout out books. Caleb for getting it for like a dollar. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have a listener that like just found that exact steelbook at in some weird Texas town for $12. Yeah. Oh man. And what's that stack over there? Oh, uh, this is also my other favorite movie, the fountain. Directed by Darren Aronofsky. And he I've, loves The Fountain. It's his favorite movie. It's my favorite movie, and I only accept DVD widescreen right. editions of so, it. <laughs> so, Jeff, our listeners constantly send Chris copies of The Fountain on DVD. Because they get me. Okay. I've also got two Blu-rays here. Yeah, but I don't acknowledge the Blu-rays. I, I'm just really a important. fan of the DVDs yeah. of The Fountain by Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. I do have two what more are you up items. To now? Clanad, this is Chris's favorite anime. It's a slice of life. Um, you have to watch forty episodes. To... Yeah, it it gets good after about episode forty one. Jeff, don't listen so, to this uh, man. Listen, <laughs> it, the slipcase actually is pretty good. It's pretty. See, it slips and it's a case. Nice. So it, and yeah, there you go. It's a slip Works of life. As intended. And then you should just watch this. It's a good movie. Your, Your name? name? I have heard it's really good. It's very good. Oh, I've heard good things about that. Yeah. And Josh will never watch it because it's anime. Never, yep. ever. Yep. Look, I don't deny that I'm a degenerate. That likes anime and backwards cartoons. Yes. How about how are you on uh, anime films or anime in general, Jeff? I'm I'm pretty much... Uh, I don't know much about any of them. I really... <laughs> yeah. Jeff has a really like jellyfish eyes. Remember, you liked, <laughs> you liked that one a lot, didn't you? <laughs> that was the dumbest movie I've ever bought. I think that was what the video was. I said, this is the worst purchase I've ever made. And it was... You know what, though? It was a dollar at a Goodwill somewhere. That's how I ended up with it. And it's yeah. somebody else said purchase. this is the worst purchase I've ever made. <laughs> Goodwill. I mean, you see a Criterion for a dollar, you pick it up. Of yeah. course. I had, that's why. It, that's why it happened. And then I put it in. And I lasted about ten minutes. So. Oh yikes! Yikes! Yeah. No, I, I. I haven't really. I don't get into it, but I know the. I, know, I mean, I know the big ones, and I know Pokemon. So that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Um, do we want to play a game to wrap this up? Anything else? Did you want to ask about Mondo real quick, though? Oh yeah, you want to, you have a minute to break that down? Yeah, yeah. So Let's I think it. you're the expert on this. I just saw you know a few things floating around on Twitter about it and et cetera. Um, can you tell us for those that don't know what's going on? Yeah, so I I don't remember when Funko, the Funko Corporation, whatever the hell they're called now, because they do so much outside of just Funko Pop at this point. Um, but they purchased Mondo at some point, right. With the, with the intent to, I mean, it ma it made sense at the time, like the, the audiences overlap. Like if you could keep Mondo going, made sense as a business acquisition. And Mondo um, does gen like genuine works of art. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like in those, you know, they were doing the steel books for a bit. I, they haven't done one in a while, but they did a whole steel book run that was very popular. They have these great the Avengers poster books, artists. Like all of those Marvel ones are, are actually really great. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they get like the nerd, the geek, the collector, like they're very good at that. So I understand the acquisition, but yeah, apparently uh, it was either, I can't remember if it was later. Was it last week at this point? But they, they basically laid off the entire staff and we're just like, we're done. Mondo is doors closed. Everyone's gone. This, you know, I would call it, maybe it didn't, eh, maybe it didn't last long enough, but I would say iconic brand is just dead at this point because big corporation, 
fucked it all up and didn't know how to use them correctly and didn't give them the resources or whatever it ended up being and just stripped them down and, and killed them, which really sucks. Yeah. And this is a company that just sent uh, truckloads of their own product to a landfill because they couldn't like, sell them. Yeah. Because it was more cost effective to throw them away than just give away Funko Pops. Crazy. Because they, they want fucking that BT. perceived rarity of Funko Pops. Right. Exactly. I don't get the crazy like demand and collectors for specifically Funko Pops. Like we should have Isaiah on the show to explain it because yeah. he, he dedicates well, I mean, half his house to those. To be fair, I mean there are collectors for everything. Like that's just one of those things that we don't get. People, yeah. there are people that don't understand collecting steel books the way that that we do, or or Blu-rays or 4Ks for that matter, or dead mediums like VHS. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like we collect those. <laughs> so I, I can't hate on Funko Pops as a as a product. I can easily. Yeah. But but the fact that they just dissolved, you know, <clears throat> you know, artists yeah. essentially, yeah. Like an artist yeah. created adventure well, like Mondo. I'm curious. I would love to like, like get to the bottom of it. Like we could, that would be sick to like actually reach out to people and try and figure out. Because I'm I'm curious if Mondo was struggling and that's why they had to sell. And maybe like there could be some aspect of the story like that. Like I doubt the acquisition was. I I doubt they would surrender to a huge corporation like Funko if they could have stayed afloat on their own. I'm I'm assuming they they may have I don't know. Stuff like that is always so predatory when it comes to like the larger corporations. True. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's it could be not necessarily competition, like because they're not really competing with Funko Pop, but it could be one of those things where they're like, yeah, they, I see what they're doing, and then someone and then, acquires them, and then some other person three levels up and in, in a conference room looks at a spreadsheet and is like, what's all that red? Yeah, and then they're like, get rid of that, and These they aren't even maximally returning profits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and not really con- considering the the art behind it, really, yeah. right? Which is what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. Having been having been a part of several business acquisitions in my professional life that that the issue the issue is you often you you buy these places up and sometimes it is like they need some help um but you also probably sell them a story which isn't entirely true Mm. or you know somebody retires or you know whoever was running mondo is just you know i've done this for a while i'm exiting so i'm going to sell this to somebody else you know because they have the ownership stake whatever it may be but like most times if you're good at it, you can bring them in and you let them do their own thing. Because most of the time when you bring them in and you try to make Mondo Funko, it doesn't work mm-hmm. and the people don't want to work for you. I wouldn't be surprised if people left well before this because they got frustrated. Different artists just said, I'm out of here. Because I can't imagine they had near the same level of creative freedom that they had when they were just Mondo. Like now you've got corporate overlord, you've got to please and run everything up the chain and that kills your creativity and like i i would bet that they had a lot of turnover and people took off and went to other places where they could do art and it wasn't corporate art yeah yeah but yeah and that's that's most model, likely what happened and then it just died yeah and the business model in corporate america is green always like it needs to be in the green no matter right. what if it's not then you know, someone's got to yeah then yeah. layoffs it's that's yeah. it's the same issue with physical media like i talked to the guys at I talked, uh, my podcast drops this on, on Friday. I don't know when this posts, but I talked to the guy who's operations manager at uh, Vinegar Syndrome. And I was just like, how do you guys put out something like Devonsville Terror, which is like the most obscure shit ever, and stay in business, but Disney refuses to just put out like, you know, all the Fox back catalog. 
and you know that they can make money off of it. And it, that was, that was his whole thing is like, that's, that's corporate. That's big corporate. They want to sell 10 million. They don't give a shit. We can sell a thousand and be super happy with what we did and still be profitable because we're not overextending ourselves. So that makes sense. That, that makes sense. Yeah. They're not overproducing. Most them. likely yeah. what happened. Mondo was probably profitable enough for Mondo and not profitable enough for Funko and just yeah. poof, we're yeah. done with you guys. Cut the fat. Yikes. Yeah. Shout it out sucks. to those uh, shitty Disney steelbooks they're releasing, <laughs> by the way. The, oh those, uh, those, those, the st- like literal just steel yeah. with it's a little brutal. tiny Looks picture. Like a little, t- yeah. It's worse than the minimal stuff. I would That's take, really I would take bad. the minimal stuff over oh, yeah. like the clip art of just like yeah. the little mermaid is on a steel box. They just literally just lasered a small design onto, yeah. It's like terrible. imagine buying that Wally and then not getting the Criterion yes. Wally, right. you know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, hey, such a shame. While we have you, I know we should. We got. We're running out of time here, but um, you're okay. Let's do it. Whatever you want. What's up with Fincher not having any 4K releases or transfers? Uh, from what I've heard, Fincher's just a maniac when it comes to his stuff. Um, so there's an approval process. That, this is the reason why James Cameron doesn't have as many movies either because he's an absolute maniac and wants to make sure it's perfect. So the Abyss 4K restoration has been done for like eight years. Wow. And it's never been released because he hasn't signed off on it because he's been playing in the world of Pandora for the last 13. Like he was not focused on that whatsoever. So That's why there's no true lies either, right? Right. There's no true lies. You still don't have an avatar, the original avatar on like a 4K release, which would make total sense to do. Right. Um, they're supposed to be coming this year because I think he's motivated now with the new movie. But Fincher's the same way. is just uh, He's just a real stickler and he's been working on a ton of other projects and just isn't... They, they don't have a focus on that and they have final say on everything that gets done. And I've also heard some of his stuff just doesn't lend itself well to 4K. Like Zodiac, I'd love on 4K, but it's it's really shot with like digital cameras at 1080. Like mm. it was one of those movies that they would were, be... when they were playing around with like hand cameras and like yeah, it looks it looks amazing. But what I've been told is like mm, that one would take a lot of work to make look right, and I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze to put it out on 4K. Yeah. So. I think there's Pan- some of that too. Is Panic Room the same way? Because that doesn't even have a Blu-ray release. Dude, I would take Panic Room over Mank. You know what I mean? Like, oh fuck, yeah. over Mank existing, oh, yeah. I would rather take Panic Room on Blu-ray. Yeah, just Blu-ray. No, I don't. I don't know what the deal is with Panic Room or like Panic Room makes sense. Seven makes sense. Fight Club. Well, that's tied up with Fox now in, in a way. So that's that's the other issue. It's all. It all comes down to rights and licensing and who has sign off and. That's the only reason something like that doesn't get made because those are definitely profitable. Like, I don't think anybody can say, let's do some sweet 25th anniversary of Fight Club, which I think would have been like last year, the year before. Right. And get it out on 4K with awesome. I mean, that's going to sell. You're going to make money on that. Yeah. So the reason it doesn't come out is is just a something's tied up somewhere that's the case with most of this stuff when i ask people yeah it gets really dicey with legal and rights it does sucks Mm. yep i mean you want to talk right the weinstein stuff is the biggest shame that's ever happened because one asshole is going to lock up hundreds of movies for infinity like i like really unless I mean, there's they're they're part of the legal fight. Like his rights, if if when it goes to civil cases and he has to pay things out, he's going to say he's bankrupt. 
So they have to auction off things that he owns and what he owns is the IP. So they're going to literally, they're either going to give it to the people who are suing him and like some person is going to own the rights to dogma (laughs) or they're going to auction it off to the highest bidder and take the money and get, which is probably more likely. Yeah. But then you run the risk of some, them pulling like a Wu-Tang thing where some asshole spends $5 million to buy the rights to Dogma and says, nobody's ever going to watch this again. I'm keeping it. Wow. Which is also super scary. So that, that's why again, the rights issues there, that's one of the biggest ones that nobody's really talking about because that ties up so much. That that guy, he fucked up a lot of movies releases. I want a Dogma 4K supervised by Ashley Judd. I think that would be great. Yeah. She yeah. has to approve everything. <laughs> that would be she amazing. She may end up owning it. Yeah. But it's just a crazy, those situations. And I've heard like, there's like pharmaceutical companies that own the rights to a movie because it got tossed around in acquisition and then acquisition and then company dissolved and it got handed to somebody in the family and then they work for this company. And it's like, stuff is just all over the place. It gets really, really messy. That's That's insane. (laughs) Big fucking Fauci owns like the rights to the Power Rangers movie or some shit. (laughs) That's why. Right. It's it's nuts, but it's that's what's happening. The Crazy. legal stuff is insane. It's a web. Crazy, man. All right. Well, time for a game, I think. Yeah, let's let's wrap this up with a little game. All right. So, uh, Jeff, I I got a game. I've tailored it to you this time. I think you're going right. to do well. We're going to do the actor game with Denzel Washington. I thought this was coming. <laughs> I had a feeling when, I had a feeling when you mentioned it at the beginning, I was like he's going to go Denzel. I got to okay. go Denzel. All right, yeah. so uh, here we go. Do you want to kick us off? Uh, yeah, and I'm trying to think, should I go like obscure? Should I just get an easy one out of the way? I'm going to keep the obscure ones in my back pocket and just go with training day. Well played. Uh, the equalizer. All right, I'm going to go. Uh, oh, my gosh, I can't even think of one. Philadelphia. <laughs> um, when you're under the gun like that. Um, Denzel Washington, Chris. Denzel Washington. He's a prolific actor. Yeah, he's one very of the, one of the most famous he on earth. He's he's in a lot of <laughs> movies. Malcolm X. Okay. Uh, I'll keep it easy. I'll just go. The, how about the Equalizer Two? Right. Okay, we'll allow All it. Right. We usually don't do sequels. You but can't. We'll you can't do sequels. I'll take it back. All you right. want me to do a different one? I'll do a different one. He's yeah. like, yeah, fuck I'll do you. It. I can do. I can do a different <laughs> yeah. one. I'll do a different one. Uh, how about? Uh, Let's go flight. He's looking at his Denzel nice. collection right, yeah, right yeah, behind yeah. the camera. I can see it. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, Macbeth. The tragedy of Macbeth? You're actually out. Oh, my. No, I'm kidding. You're fine. Uh, let me go with... <laughs> I already said the... Okay, I'm going to go Mississippi Masala. Jesus. Good one. Great movie. And the Criterion Collection, baby. Book of Eli. That's a good one, too. This is like I I've got a few. I would pick which one I want to use. <sighs> I'm over here trying to pick let's, a movie. Yeah. At all, and he's let's, like, let's let's do uh, let's do Glory. Nice. Okay. Nice. Uh, John Q. Remember the Titans. Fuck. Just swapped the rug out from under me. That's literally always how it's, I get yeah. knocked out. When you have one in your head, you're like, I'm safe, and then someone says it. You're like, fuck. Um. I'm out. Wow. Already. All right. Ooh. Taking an L. All 
All right, Jeff. Um, fences. Solid, solid movie. We're going to get to the point that we can't even fact check him. He could really just be good naming yeah. random shit. <laughs> fences. He's in the movie of <laughs> Patios. Fucking paint. The man who cried. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to sit here forever, so I'll just say I'm out. All right. Oh, boy. Jeff, I'm typically really good at this game, so. 1v1. Uh, let me do Hurricane. That's a good one. Um, the Little Things. Ooh. That was the one I was trying to think of and I couldn't. That was Jared a very mid movie. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's a COVID buried one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, Denzel Washington. Very famous actor. He is a very famous actor. <laughs> one of your favorites. Yeah. He really is. You have a good impression, don't you? <laughs> oh, please. That's it. It's in the lips. It's the mouth thing. It's the mouth thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's like sucking the bottom lip in and out. It's like it's a Washington shit. Take that fucking L, dude. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Jeff, you got one more. I mean, I got like ten more. You want me to go? Fucking pooped on. Get fucking bodied. (laughs) I got bodied, man. Man on fire. Out of time. Uh Let's go. Uh, Roman J. Israel Esquire. Oh yeah, he did do that. Um, Literally sounds made up. Think. Okay. I Safe house. Brian Reynolds. Nice. Uh, two guns. Mark Wahlberg taking of Pelham one two three. I oh, just reviewed shit. the original today. Killing um, it. He's got a bunch out there, man. <laughs> Deja vu. That's his too. Oh yeah, Deja vu is so weird. Unstoppable. Oh, Inside Man. Didn't say that. Oh, Inside no. Man. Great. Spike Lee The Joint. Siege. That was the one I was keeping in my back pocket was The Siege. The, Siege. the Bone Collector is another one that's mm-hmm. great. Bone Collector. I love that movie. Shit. And Fallen. That's a good serial killer movie if you haven't seen Fallen. Okay. Maybe we don't do your favorite actor of all time. <laughs> he got he got game. I mean, yeah. I, all right. Let's uh, let's do a challenge. Chris, you want to pick? Or Jeff, you want to pick one? Pick an actor? So I just pick an actor. Yeah. Or here, okay. here's what we could here's what we could do. One of those movies on from your watch list. You want to try and guess the Rotten Tomato score? Good idea. Let's let's switch it up. Okay, something from my watch list. We guess the Rotten Tomato. So I wonder if <laughs> I'd be super curious to see if Devonsville Terror even has a Rotten Tomato yeah. score. Uh, well, let's give it a shot. A, let's give it a shot. That would be a tough guess because I have no clue how that was recepted back in. 1970 whatever all right it's like it's like one review from 1970s on rotten tomatoes this movie's <laughs> fucked up it's like yo this movie's <laughs> fucked it's the first rotten tomatoes review ever written this is fucked up <laughs> all right let's give it a <laughs> yo, yo this is kind of fucked up that's it <laughs> all right um, what are stars what do you think the uh, rotten tomato score is going to be give me some music hold on hold on what was the Rotten Tomato score, Jeff? I'm, I'm gonna think. I think it was probably. I think it was probably rotten. Okay. Back in the. I want to go. Thirty-seven. Mm, okay. In a row. Uh, forty-five. Nice. <laughs> Alex, forty-five. I'll go. F- I'll go forty-six. Fuck you. Nice. <laughs> what about you, Josh? Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm the, let me do 68. Okay. All right. Good. Ooh. Pump it up one more. You pulling it up? 69. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Chris, you want to ask Alexa? Alexa, what was the Rotten Tomato score for Devonsville? 
Alexa, what was the Rotten Just Tomato score for Devonsville Terror? Sorry, I'm not sure about yeah, that. No way, so. you didn't know? It's got to be Alexa. too obscure, probably. I'm going to see if I can find it, though. Maybe it's just Alexa. Sometimes she sucks. All the she's, time. She's our worst co-host yeah. by far. I would flog her if I could. Oh, uh, it's on there, but it has one, one critical review. Let's go. No percentage? That's not going to work. It has an audience score. Yeah. What's the audience score? No percentage, just the one review. Audience score is 25%. Yeesh. Yikes. All uh, right, Jeff wins that. Technically, <laughs> Jeff takes another, another W. <laughs> and he, he's the one that wrote this, the, yeah. the review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am the one review. Yeah. 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 Um, I was, what else? Am I, I mean, let's do like, do, let's do one of those 1920s because you know what those are going to be? It's going to be reviews from like people now who have written stuff for Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Okay. Which is kind of interesting because you got to play that. Like, you know, people are going to overrate it compared yeah, to Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's yeah. old and I'm Somebody interesting. In so. yeah. Ernest Borgnine is actually yeah, a genius. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do, uh, so like, do, do the, do the Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Let's What's your it? score? Oops, uh, 81 That's 81 right. of the opera. I was gonna That's say a solid eight, I was gonna say 85 so I'll, I'll just do 85 um 70 all right I'm going 94 Ooh, wow that's that's high because people are pretentious do you want me to look it up yeah <laughs> you gotta make sure we get the right phantom of the opera yeah Alexa wouldn't have given you that I've seen the musical live and it actually goes fucking ham. It's good? It's really good. <laughs> Just fill the dead air, Alex. The de- What's the deal with chairs with wheels? Do you want to sit down or do you want to go somewhere? What's up with that? <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here? What's... Get out of the wheelchair. I'm sitting in a up. chair with wheels right now, and I'm not moving. <laughs> want to sit down or you want to go somewhere? <laughs> All right, Phantom of the Opera... 1943. Is that the correct one? It would be even earlier. It'd be like 1925. Yeah. Humphrey Bogart. Shit. Come on, Chris. I'm ruining your game by picking these obscure ass things. No. Fan of the <laughs> Opera is not super obscure. Yeah, I've heard The OG of it. one. I don't know. We get it, John Wick Chapter 4. You're out. Quit putting fucking ads everywhere. Jeff, are you going to go see Nothing. John Wick Chapter 4? Uh, I probably will. I have not been to the movie theater in like a year and a half having these kids, and I think that's the one that's going to get me out. Nice. That's that's you. a very good one to go back to the theaters for. All right, so I yeah. got the Rotten Tomatoes score. Um, you said how much? 81. 81. 81. I said 85. You said? 70. And you said? 94. It is 90%... Rotten Tomato Ooh, score. Let's go, dude. Josh. Josh won by one percent. Yeah, son of a bitch. That's that's really high. Yeah, you're so right about like oh the nation. That's too high. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh the yeah, lack that's of sound. Fucking words, dude. Yeah, what yeah, do you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. That should be a fifty, dude. It's a lady and yeah, it, like fast forwarded going me 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 me, and then a fucking yeah, title card. I mean, it's and someone's it's like that's cool, better than Dunes. <laughs> yeah, that's people trying to be interesting. Exactly. How do you feel about David Lynch? He's a wacky dude, man. I don't know. I don't, do you like his movies? I don't do know how to them? feel about him. If you, I like it. <laughs> I like his stuff. Yeah, we're very. I do much like an his stuff. Some Lynch. of it's a little too weird. Yeah, 
we're in the camp of it's all too weird. I want to like it so bad. I know. Like me I, too. I try so hard to like everything I watch, and every time I'm like, I just can't fucking. Yeah, it's just like the Criterion Collection. Like there are some that are just like, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, and that's why all of his are in there. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. or most of them. Exactly, <laughs> and 2001 is not for some Jesus. reason. Jesus, exactly. But they added Barry Lyndon. In there. <laughs> yeah, fucking, <laughs> fucking I, boring. I mean, I love Kubrick, but that's his most boring film. I mean, yes, yeah. in my opinion, your favorite's Lolita, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it, it's not problematic at all. No, it's 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 a great movie that I don't own on Laserdisc or <laughs> Blu-ray or anything. <laughs> Anyways, um, about wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. cool. All right, Jeff from Films at Home. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank Did you, you have anything you wanted to plug? Uh, yeah. t- tell us about the podcast. Tell our listeners about the podcast, please. Yeah, so I mean, you you can find me everywhere. You search Films at Home. I'll probably come up, but Films at Home on YouTube, that's where I do primarily like reviews and like home entertainment, physical media, collecting topics. If you get any interest in that stuff, you probably find something over there you like. Um, and then the the Films at Home podcast, we keep it very we keep it very branded and simple here. You find me on any of your podcast apps, same thing, Films at Home podcast. But over there, what I've been doing is I've, I've done a couple episodes by myself, just like kind of ranting on longer form topics. But most of it is interviews with, people in the industry so like i have talked to a handful or maybe even just one or two people like actually make movies but i've talked to like people who do artwork uh for steelbooks and releases and i've talked to people multiple times a couple different guys who do special features production work and talk about how that works behind the scenes doing interviews and commentary tracks and talking to guys at some of the the labels like Vinegar Syndrome or, you know, even Paramount um, and Warner and Fox and some of the big, you know, studios. I've talked to the home entertainment teams there or people that used to work for them to get an insight. So anything in that world, if you want to get really nerdy and geeky, the podcast is definitely like the next step in your obsession with physical media past the YouTube channel. So I've, I've had fun doing it. There's some really cool episodes on there that I enjoyed. And I've interviewed just a few collectors too and just, you know, talked, talked shop and had some fun. So, uh, yeah. And then I'm on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, you know, TikTok, wherever, LinkedIn. Find me everywhere. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> You're on the internet. Yeah. On the, I am on the internet. on the internet. Films at home on the internet. Awesome. Well, this was a huge pleasure for us. We've been huge fans of your channel for a long time. Thank you and collecting media and collecting Blu-rays and steelbooks and all that. So thank you for coming on the show. And yeah, um, appreciate it. looking forward to all the future content you've got putting out and everything. So thank you so much, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys. And let's, uh, we'll do it again sometime. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right on. All right. Well, thank you for listening to There Are Too Many Movies. Um, five bucks a month on Patreon. You don't need to play me out with music or anything. That's no, fine. Keep going, monologue. Yeah, you, go for you, it. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, it's a really nice vibe without the music. Yeah, there it is. Thank you. This is our Oscar music, basically, for when we've been talking too much and then. Uh, no, it's time. So yeah, yeah five bucks a month on Patreon. <clears throat> we'll get you access to behind the scenes stuff, episodes, Discord. Jeff from Films at Home. Check him out. Check out his YouTube. Check out his LinkedIn profile. Only fans. Check out um, Bulldog video store bull moose bull, bull moose, moose. Yes. Bull, yeah. bull moose whatever french bull moose a real animal later toads thank you everybody be